thank you for listening to today's episode of JTCast, the official podcast of the Journal of Athletic Training. I'm your host, Luke Donovan. This month, we will discuss an article from the most recent issue of the Journal of Athletic Training titled, Reliability and Validity of a Clinical Assessment Tool for Measuring Scapular Motion in All Three Anatomical Planes, authored by Oliver Silverson and colleagues from the University of Kentucky and Brigham and Women's Hospital. As a reminder, the article discussed today can be found on the JET website, natajournals.org. And please remember that all content from JET is open access to all readers, thanks to the funding from the National Athletic Trainers Association. Let's survey the scene. Shoulder movement relies on combined motions from the glenohumeral, acromioclavicular, and sternoclavicular joints, as well as the scapulothoracic articulation. As such, the scapula is capable of moving in all three anatomical planes of motion. Proper scapular movement across these planes is vital to producing efficient humeral motion and optimizing function of the upper extremity. Studies have found that alteration in scapular motion is associated with conditions such as multidirectional instability, subacromial impingement, nerve palsies, rotator cuff pathologies, and bicep tendinopathies. Considering the relationships, accurate assessment of scapular motion is an essential component of developing effective rehabilitation strategies and for objectively tracking patient progress over the rehabilitation process. Presently, the most accurate modes to quantify scapular motion includes bone pins, x-ray, MRI, and 3D motion capture. Although each one of these methods has been shown to be valid and reliable, each technique may be less than ideal in a clinical setting due to the invasive or costly nature. A potential solution that has been previously investigated is the use of a gravity reference digital inclinometer. These studies have shown that this type of inclinometer has good to excellent reliability when assessing sagittal and frontal plane scapular motions. However, this inclinometer is not capable of capturing transverse plane motions. Recent advances have allowed the creation of a new electronic goniometer outfitted with inertial measurement units, commonly referred to as an IMU. IMUs can measure angular rotations. Therefore, when coupled with the electronic goniometer, the device should be able to measure scapular motion within all three anatomical planes. Prior to implementing this novel device into clinical practice, the validity and reliability must be established across all three planes of motion. Therefore, the purpose of the study was to determine the validity and reliability of an IMU-based electric goniometer for measuring scapular motion during shoulder elevation. 60 individuals enrolled in the study. To be eligible for the study, participants were required to be adult-aged, be able to lift their arm to at least 120 degrees within the scapular plane, report no medical restrictions related to the upper extremity or spine, and be able to attend two testing sessions. Testing occurred on two separate days, which were separated by a minimum of 24 hours. On each testing day, participants completed a standardized shoulder elevation task where scapular motion was assessed simultaneously with the easy angle electronic goniometer and by way of 3D motion capture system by two separate investigators. To minimizing testing error that was not attributed to the testing devices, both investigators followed a protocol that provided directions pertaining to participant position, shoulder motion instructions, and electronic goniometer and marker placement. Both the scapular resting position and the total scapular excursion were recorded across all three planes of motion. 
The resting position represented the position of the scapula prior to the elevation task, while the total excursion was the difference between the final position of the scapula after the elevation task and the original resting position. The procedures allowed the inter-rater reliability, the intra-relator reliability, and the validity of the electronic goniometer to be calculated. Here are the results. The intra-relator reliability of a single rater between the two testing sessions was found to be moderate to good for determining the scapular resting position and the scapular total excursion. Sagittal plane motion had the highest intra-relator reliability for both the resting and the excursion measures. The transverse plane had the second highest reliability for resting position, while the frontal plane had the second highest reliability for total excursion. Specific to reliability between investigators, the scapular rest position had good to excellent interrater reliability and moderate interrelator reliability for scapular excursion. During the rest position, the transverse plane had the highest interrater reliability. However, during the total excursion measure, the transverse plane had the lowest interrater reliability out of the three planes of motion. The reliability of the sagittal and frontal planes were similar between each measure. For validity, the electric goniometer was found to be moderately accurate across each of the three planes of motion, as indicated by both the average difference in measure and the root mean square error between the electric goniometer and the 3D motion capture measure being less than 10 degrees across all three planes. In summary, this was the first study to quantify the reliability and validity of a single clinical-oriented device with measuring scapular motion across all three anatomical planes. When using standard measurement procedures in standard patient position, the simple tool demonstrated moderate to excellent intra- and interrated reliability for measuring both scapular resting position and total excursion. When compared to 3D motion capture, the electric goniometer was considered moderately accurate. The electric goniometer may provide clinicians with a viable one-device option to assess and track change to scapular motion over the course of a rehabilitation program. Well, that's it for today's JET cast. Please remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast, which is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Stitcher. You can find out more information about upcoming podcasts and other JET events on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts at JET underscore NATA. Thank you for listening and keep a lookout for our next JET cast episode.